and welcome to Me, Myself, and I, How to Have a Relationship with Me. My name is Charlene McClendon. I am a licensed professional counselor in Atlanta, Georgia. The information I will be sharing with you during this podcast is for informational purpose only and is not to be used in lieu of mental health treatment. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about attachments, the importance of attachments, and how attachments can influence ourselves, relationships with others, the relationship we build with ourselves, our environment, how we show up in the world, and how we engage anyone in the world. So, you know, the impact of our relationships that we have with our caregivers from the very beginning, right? They set the stage for our attachment. What we experience in our childhood with our parents, it can be a caregiver, it can be your mother, your father, grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, or if you were in a system where you had a foster parent. Those attachments in those important relationships gives us messages. And it also shaped our experience in our childhood, right? It, it sets up the stage whether we want to have relationships that are close or we seek to be in relationships from a distance. Childhood experiences and how our caregivers related to us continues even in our present stage, regardless of your age, to set the stage for your attachment and how you show up. So let's jump in and talk a little bit about attachments and why they are important. Attachment is a critical emotional bond that takes place between you and your caregiver. Again, it could have been your parents, your grandparents, your uncle. If you were in the um, system, it could have been a foster parent. But that is a critical emotional bond between you and other and you some and someone else this bond is formed based on the messages you receive right you receive messages whether the messages are physical verbal or nonverbal again your attachment you experience with important relationship has messages and those messages you can receive physically verbally or non-verbally. Positive message given to you what they do. They build you up. They give you confidence. They give you self-love. They give you self-worth. They can pour into you and give you an out view and a hope for who you are and who you will become. But also a negative message can come in and tear you down, right? It comes in and create that lack of self-love, that lack of self-worth, right? It comes in and it chips away and it takes away from you. The attachment bond provides a foundation for you while it also assists you in developing safety for yourself, learn how to trust you, having stability, acceptance for who you are, the patience you have with yourself, but ultimately, how do you love yourself? Let me go back a little bit. The attachment bonds that provides the foundation for you, right? They assist you in developing those things, those six keys for yourself. But first, they are modeled to you by your caregivers. 
The caregiver in your attachment, they model safety for you. They, they model for you um, that you can trust them, what trust looked like, what stability looked like, them showing up and them being there for you, how they accept you, how they create a space for discovery for you, how they're patient and kind towards you, right? And ultimately, together, all of those things leave a message of love. And when you, through your attachment with your caregivers, receive those six keys, then you're able to give those things to yourself. But if you have not received those things and those messages and those things were not modeled for you, right, then you struggle and to be able to have that type of relationship with yourself. When you witness these qualities, when they're demonstrated model for you, you apply those same keys to your lives. The six keys, I believe, to building a healthy relationship with yourself is instrumental in gaining social, emotional, and cognitive development, right? They lay that groundwork for you to build healthy relationships. And an attachment-based relationship allows a space for you. It allows a space where you get to see and discover the world and discover yourself through an authentic lens, right? You create this space of discovery. I often tell people that at the end of the day, right, us being able to choose us and own us and find the, find the authentic person and who we should be, it's li it lies within ourselves. It, it lies into us being connected to ourselves, us taking ownership of ourselves. Through a healthy attachment, you acquire tools that help you cope with changes. They help you cope with disappointment when you experience painful things or hurtful things, right? And those things will show up in a relationship. So if you're in a relation, a healthy attachment with someone and you experience those things, you experience tools and how to cope with those things. But if you don't have a healthy attachment and you don't even understand what a healthy attachment is, you're going to struggle when changes come. You're going to struggle when disappointment comes, when you experience painful and hurtful things, right? So remember at the end of the day, the relationships that we are in, that we first form with us through attachment, they are so critical to us because they become our blueprint. Remember, a healthy bond also teaches you, right, how to have that relationship with yourself which supports you in making choices that benefit you, that you get to see you first, you get to own you first, you get to have value in you first, you get to see your self-worth. When you have those things inside of you and you have established those things for yourself, you then can create that space for others. It's important to note that a healthy relationship does not mean that you will always experience something perfect. You won't ever have a perfect relationship. Challenges will arise. They absolutely will. But through a healthy development and tools, you acquired the support and tools to manage those challenging things will come out. So it's one of those things you wear in this tool belt. And each time you experience something in life and you get a new tool, you add it to your tool belt. And so when life shows up, you pull that tool from your tool belt. The initial in... in Initially, your relationship with your caregivers, which established that foundation for you, continues to determine the direction of your relationship with you and other people. 
A struggle to be in relationship with yourself will result in a struggle to be in relationship with others. And what do I mean by that? So if you struggle to show kindness to you, if you struggle to be loving to you, if you or a person believe that you should be perfect, you um, are very critical of yourself, you hold yourself to this standard where you can make do no wrong and you should make no mistakes, you're going to require that of other people. You, in turn, will require that from other people. And so what's happening is you're not creating space for these other people to be themselves. What you're doing is telling them who they are and who they show up as is not enough and that they need to change. And that is not a healthy relationship. Recognizing and owning your authentic self is essential to establishing safety, trust, stability, acceptance, patience, and love for the whole self. Remember that families are your emotional exercise gyms and mirrors for who you believe you are and how you value yourself. I'm going to say that again. Your family system is your emotional exercise gym and your mirror to who you believe you are and how you value yourself, right? Having, having value and a belief in yourself is not just tied to performance-based or what you can buy and financial and material things, but it's tied to the relationship you have with yourself, right? It's tied to your childhood experiences. It's tied to the messages that you receive. Understand something. The messages that we receive in our childhood, they create an emotion, which then in turn create a behavior that you apply towards yourself. Again, growing up in your childhood, the messages that you received in your childhood created an emotion, and that emotion created a behavior. So think about that along the lines of the attachment. The message that you receive from the attachment creates emotions inside of you. Then you go out and you live it out through your behavior. So if you have a healthy attachment that is kind and that is loving, that is supportive, that comes in to speak wonderful and incredible things for you, save and hold a safe space for you, then in turn, you're emotionally are being built up, right? Those, those messages are in positive deposits into your emotional banks, which then behavior-wise, you will act out in co according to those messaging emotions. But the same thing applies when it's negative, right? And I'll give you an example. If some of you were told when you were growing up, I never wanted children. Um, you were just an accident. What does that message say? That message to you say that you're unwanted, unloved, and it's a sense of rejection. That is the message that you receive. So if you receive that message, what type of emotion does it create, right? It creates emotions of a lack of self-worth and lack of self-value. You don't feel like you have any value, your belief about yourself that you are not important. So what usually happens is that we have a behavior. 
we go out and we make decisions and we choose relationships or we're in and out of relationships that are not healthy for us. And sometimes we stay in those relationships based on what the message we receive, the emotion it gave us, and now the behavior. So understand if you don't take anything else away from today's podcast, attachments are critically important. They are that emotional bond that takes place between you and whoever was your caregiver growing up, or even today as an adult between you and whoever you're in relationship with. And it is giving you messages, whether the messages of physical messages, verbal messages, or nonverbal messages. But you are receiving messages. And those messages are creating an emotional bank that then will cause you to act out in your behavior. You know, I love to leave you all with a quote. And today, the quote I would like to leave y'all with is from John Spence. And it says, learn to love yourself first instead of loving the idea of other people loving you. Woo, that's a powerful quote. I'm going to read it again. Learn to love yourself first instead of loving the idea of other people loving you. So, When I think about this quote, I think about we go into relationships with the idea of who and what other people will be to us. And then that becomes the importance of how we view us. But what this quote is saying, you first need to love you and have the idea of who you are and work towards that. So then when you're able to love yourself first, you will not then have an idea of how people should love you, but you will communicate to others in how to love you. Remember, be good to yourself because it's only one of you.